the YMCA of Central Ohio presents the What Matters Show with Mindy and Michaela. Real talk about real life and what's important to you and your family. Brought to you by Runyon Dental Group. Here's Mindy Dreher and Michaela Hunt with What Matters on News Radio 610 WTVN. What can we say, everybody? Another gorgeous day here in Central Ohio and really across the Buckeye State. And I mean that literally because I just drove from the state up north down to our wonderful corner of the world in Central Ohio. And it's a gorgeous day all the way around. A little cooler up north. A lot cooler, Michaela. Really? Oh, yes. How much? By 10 I degrees, mean, The you last think? several days now, we were in Honor, Michigan. Okay. So that is about six and a half hours from Central Ohio. And I'm going to say we were in the 70s all weekend. Oh, how Beautiful. nice is yes. that? I know. And, and you have a little bit of sun, but you've had a little bit of activity. You were with family. I think you had like the trifecta of great vacation. Here's the deal. It's over. It's done. <laughs> Are you ready for this? Yeah. I compiled a little bit of a list. This summer, this is where we traveled, either with my son in baseball, okay. my daughter in softball, or with family stuff. Crown Point, Indiana, twice. South Bend, Indiana, Chicago, Pittsburgh, California, Colorado, twice, Myrtle Beach, Myrtle, Myrtle Beach, and then that state up north in like two months' time. So d let me ask you this, because for most of it, it was ball. Most you, of it, yes. Do you feel like you had a summer? Because you were outside. It yes. Was, so you do. You, I do. You feel like you we had a summer. We just know that our summer revolves around baseball, softball, and family. And that's exactly, and it went by so fast. So you don't feel like you lost out on I don't anything. know, because I think that's all part of it. I think you're making so many memories along the way. Now, in reality, my son is supposed to be playing in a baseball tournament right now. This very moment? In Grand moment? Park, Indiana. And my daughter was supposed to be in Chicago for another softball event. But we said, they were kind of added onto the schedule. Okay. We said, no. Uh-uh. We family planned time. this with the family. Family, definitely first. You're not going. See, so I, we were all in. See, I feel like I'm scrambling to hold on to summer. Summer, I can't talk today. <laughs> Mindy knows. <laughs> we were up. We had a long night last night. Which is a story a in itself. A story in itself. But I feel like I'm really trying to hold on to summer. We are 14 days away from school. Actually, maybe 11. No, now we're like 10 or 11. I just ran into the kids' principal at Target. And I'm like, wow, where did it go? And I just, last night, we went out to some fountains um, in Hilliards. So the kids could run in the lights and the in the water, and I feel like I didn't get enough of that this summer. I feel like my summer was too busy. I think most people feel like summer flies by because you're like, where did it go? That's why at times we have to take a moment, stop, and breathe, and breathe each other in, and just enjoy the moments because we try to pack so much in. Trust me, we do. How cute is this? Um, speaking of breathing each other in, taking the moments, this morning we have one of those little um, message boards. You know those little black felt boards that have the white letters on yes. it? Yes. So we, we change it every so often. I hadn't changed it in a couple of weeks, and I asked Logan what he wanted to put on it. And he said, I want you to put be present. Wow, your son, <laughs> Logan, that is so you. That is so you. So I, I, I swear I did not prompt him. But it's you, too. I mean, that's exactly what you're saying. We need to breathe each other in. We need to enjoy the moments. He just said, be present. And then he added a little flower. <laughs> like Aww. a little white, little white little flower next to it. So that's what I'll walk into when I get home tonight. A reminder right there in our kitchen by the window to be present for the rest of the summer. Well, I hope you have a better night tonight than you had last night because you were up a lot. And it wasn't because of Logan. 
No. And he's and Christian is six. My six year old was up between like two twenty and four twenty last night. Went to bed at nine after we got back from Old Hilliard and I don't know what was going on. He kept saying he was hearing a sound. There was no sound. We checked and checked and checked. In his room. In his room with his brother. Him and Logan share a room. Logan was knocked out until Christian really started crying about it. Was the sound coming from a closet, under the bed, the window? Did he could he pinpoint it? It's funny. Every time I lay down with him, the noise stopped, Mindy. <laughs> well. And then when I got up it started again. So are you a parent that would have allowed him into your bed with you and Marcus and let him stay there all night? I would I would do it, but he kicks too much. And so I said, no way. You've kept me up for an hour. You are going to go into the guest bedroom and sleep in the guest bedroom. So oh. we, we put him in the guest bedroom. No, we did the complete opposite, okay? So <laughs> we were at the cabin in Honor, Michigan, and we had, what, 13 people stuffed in one cabin, a small, cute cabin, okay? This is a family cabin, yes, isn't it? it, it That's is. That's what I thought. Yes. And the basement is now finished, and it's got some cots, beds you could sleep in. So that's where most of the kids slept, including my son and daughter. Well, about halfway through the night, my son, who's 6'4", <laughs> going to be 18 in October, I wake up, he's standing right above our bed, Randy and I. He's like, I can't sleep downstairs anymore. I'm all congested because it's... Oh. They, they're kind of working on the mold and, you know, not yeah. that there's mold in there, but you know, it's kind of damp. It was owned by someone a long time ago who smoked and... Yeah. So what did we do? Scoot on over. So there's Randy, <laughs> myself, and Kylan sleeping in the bed. <laughs> and you know what? It did bring back memories. What because, size was that bed? You need, uh, like, a a double, you need exactly. like a double king that night. They don't even make them that way. Again, what were we talking about? Memories California and king. moments. Yeah, California king. We're going to have to invest in that. But those are those moments that, you know what? They used to do that when they were little. I know. My kids always yeah. say, Randy, all, dad always let us in. Not you, though, mom. He'd always <laughs> be like, ah. Oh. That's not true. That's not how I remember it. Because you know what? Deep down, it's cute to have your kids sleep it in your is. bed. Maybe not at almost 18. But what was I going to do? Or Go when ahead, they're kicking Ty. you at six. But because hey. your kids come first. They come before. I would rather him get his sleep than us. So we suck it up. So you suck it up and make it happen. And he fell off right to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> well, you may have to hit me a few times today due to my, um, yeah, I'm a little foggy because of that lack of sleep in the middle of the night. So you never found out what the noise was coming no, from? No, he where explained it. it. He was like, da, da, da. Mm. And I was like, I don't hear it. So no. Instead, I slept till nine this morning. So we can always ask you guys that question. Were you one of those parents? Would you allow your kids to sleep in the bed? bed? Right. Or were you one of those who said, nah, let us know. We Suck always want to take your phone calls. <laughs> 614-821-9886-614-821-WTVN. We do have a lot of things to talk about today. And one of the most important things, and this is something that fires me up more than absolutely anything. And if you're an animal lover of any kind, I know you feel the same way. When there is any type of animal cruelty, animal abuse, I go up in arms, and there was a case that happened right here in Ohio between the Dayton-Cincinnati area this week, earlier this week, and I have to talk about it because even though you hate to hear stories like this, and every time I bring it up to my family, they all get mad at me. Mom, we don't want to hear that. I'm like, you know what? I heard about it. You're going to have to hear about it, and we have to spread the word because things are happening. We have to do stuff to stop it from happening because if we don't, who will? That's why we have to talk about it. That's why we have to share. So that is coming up, a conversation we'll have this afternoon. Kosai is coming in to talk about 
farm days. I didn't even know they did this. They have this big thing coming up this week right before the kids go back to school. Uh, so they're going to talk about what that is and some of the other things you can still enjoy in the next couple weeks before the kids go back. Also, the library. How often did you go to the library this summer? There is that huge summer reading program. Did you get involved? Did your kids get involved? I'm not saying you because I know you particularly did. Your kids are great readers. They did, and they, they're they they're fantastic. I'm very lucky for that. But but now that summer's almost over, people kind of are turning in their cards. Now they're switching this week, Mindy, over to homework help centers. So we're going to talk about what those look like and how kids can be helped. I can't believe they're doing it this week. I mean, it's like Wednesday that they're starting some of their services and programs for kids. I just got a text from a friend of mine. Tell Michaela to not doubt her son. There was something going on somewhere. Was there she's, a full moon last night? She's a night? believer. Was there a full moon? I don't... I wasn't here. It's Mercury in retrograde. Oh, you know what? Did, does Emily, our producer, know what that means? I see her smiling back there. <laughs> so it was... It probably was something. I just couldn't hear it. I just... I'm not on his frequency. Well, How about that? that's my friend, Jenny Walker, otherwise known as Jenny Russell, way to hustle. She said, trust your son. Trust my son. So anyway, big story. Big topics to talk about. So much to come. And as Mindy said, our number, we always want to hear from you. 614-821-WTVN. Again, 821-9886. Let's talk about animal cruelty. Coming up next, this Cleveland.com article, the situation in Ohio that we want to talk to you about right after the break. With two words like knives and swords and weapons that you use against me, you have knocked me off my feet again. Got me feeling like a nothing you. With your voice like nails on a chalkboard Calling me out when I wounded you Picking on the weaker man The problem is, in many cases, animals can't fight back when somebody picks on them. So the beauty of having your own talk show on the radio, on 610 WTVN, that goes across Ohio and beyond, the beauty of having your own show is that you pick and choose what you get to talk about. And then certain things stick out to us over the week that maybe didn't make it to the top of headlines across Ohio, but they they resonated with us. And this one for Mindy in particular resonated with you. Yeah, a friend of mine who lives in Chicago sent me this story because he was irate about it. We both love German Shepherds, absolutely our favorite breed. So let me lay out this case, what was said in this story. And there's always two sides to every story. I get that. But this is what presumably happened in, it was called Madison Township, which is in our area, Madison Township. It's in Butler County between Dayton and Cincinnati, okay? There's a nine-month-old German Shepherd, or there was a nine-month-old German Shepherd, and their neighbor has chickens. Well, the chickens went into the German Shepherd's yard, and the man who owned the chickens went into the yard to get the chickens back. As he was leaving the yard, he never shut the gate. So the German Shepherd, nine-month-old Shepherd, followed the man back home. Once the German Shepherd was in this man's home, he took a baseball bat and beat the dog to near death. Mm. He was euthanized because, so I say he basically beat him to death. He was still breathing when the owners found him, but he had to be euthanized. And then on top of everything, the woman who owned the dog was given a ticket because the dog was off leash out of her yard. So this man, and everyone's like, are you going to mention his name? 100% absolutely. Charles Miller. I can't call him a man. I call him an animal. 
This Charles Miller idiot beats this dog to death, and he gets slapped with a misdemeanor. That's it? That's all he got was a misdemeanor? The laws in the state of Ohio need to change. Now, it was my understanding that three years ago, they did change. That Ohio accepted something called Goddard's Law. And it was even for a first-time person who were to cause serious injury or death to an animal, it's a fifth-degree felony. That was accepted in Ohio. It was named Goddard's Law because of Dick Goddard, who was a meteorologist in Northeast Ohio, always, always fought for the rights of animals. So this was named after him. So why was this man not charged with a felony? Why is this just a misdemeanor? If somebody took a baseball bat to my dog and killed it, and was given a misdemeanor, that's not good enough. The, and the story is ugly. I know I can't even talk about how bad the dog ended up. And, you know, Mindy, you have been an advocate for animals. We have our dogs. We love them. You have been an outspoken advocate for animals in central Ohio. And I can't, I can't even bring the words to what happened to this dog because it's, it, it, there was massive damage done to this dog's skull. And I think and I think when it comes down to it, how can someone be so angry? He said he thought he was going to be attacked, but that sounds like more than just one hit to get a dog. You know, you know what I mean? Absolutely. It, it, it is not. He was in defense mode, but not to, to the point of almost killing this dog. Well, you hear their side of the story that they felt threatened by the dog and it was growling at it but the other the people who owned it said that dog didn't have a moan, mean bone in its body it lived with the cat it never hurt the cat it was a nice friendly dog needless to say it was nine months old you're still a puppy at nine months lots old. of energy you're, and friendly nine month old puppies are friendly they want to play they don't want to go into attack mode and he left the gate open which allowed the dog to leave the yard Mindy, and he gets a misdemeanor. Mindy put the story up. If you're not a member of our Facebook group, it's What Matters with Mindy and Michaela. Again, it's a group that we have on Facebook, What Matters with Mindy and Michaela. And 50 comments I'm looking at right now. I mean, just so many people saying definite felony. It is a complete disregard for life. Dangerous person at the end of that bat who did that. Well, every single person, because I asked, should, should the punishment for animal cruelty be a misdemeanor in the state of Ohio or a felony. Every single person commented with felony. So if there's overwhelming support that these crimes should be felonies, why is Ohio so behind the times? We are one of four states, everybody, in the United States that our penalties for animal abuse is so insignificant. And, and it's, it's, it needs to change. And, and you were saying part of it has to do with the Amish community. Right, because of the puppy mill situation. And, the, and a lot of people who have tried to support this to promote change, try to find the correlation between animal abuse and human physical abuse, because there is a correlation there. Yeah, we had seen some statistics earlier today when we were looking to this about, you know, million cases when it comes to women who are battered or abused, I believe, a year. And with that, there is a correlation, a lot of that, between um, the dogs or the cats that are living in these houses, um, these animals that are household animals. And because when you have an abuser on your hands that's willing to abuse a human, you know they're willing to abuse an animal. 614-821-9886. If you would like to join in on the conversation, 614-821-9886 or WTVN. Now, that spread through social media. 
I would have never heard about this case. You would have never heard about this case if the post wasn't shared to us directly. True. On the other hand of that, and on the other side of that, there was another animal story that ended up in a totally different, very positive way. There was a dog rescued from the Olentangy River, and they named this dog Olin. Well, it had a little bit of pit bull in it. So shelters were not going to take it in because, you know, the deal with pit bulls. Well, I was actually thinking about that with the German Shepherd and some, at times, misconceptions about German Shepherds when we were just discussing the other dog. But yes, I do know the story with pit bulls. All because you have that title, pit bull. Some people classify you as a dangerous dog. So you're not always given a fair shake in life. So someone saw this story. It was shared 40,000 times. 40,000? 40,000. 40,000 times. So a rescue group out of Northeast Ohio in the Youngstown area came down and adopted Olin and found a forever home. They're going to work with Olin and they're going to make it a friendly dog and work with it and make it friendly with other dogs as well. They're going to give this dog a second shot at life. That's a great story. Rick is on the line with us right now. Rick, welcome to What Matters. Yeah, I was calling to say a guy beat that dog with a bat. He he nothing but like what he wants to get a chicken. And if he's got any kids in his house, they ought to remove them because this guy's dangerous. There's no doubt about it. If you can snap like that and repeatedly beat a dog, a living, breathing thing, you're going to do it to something else or yeah, someone just else. Yeah, like an infant anyway. That little dog was. What did you say, Rick? About- that's just my opinion on that. Yep, Rick, thank you so much. He was saying, I think, he's innocent dog. You know what I mean? Just that dog had done nothing. Nine months old, Michaela. Nine months old. And I can't help but envision my Sheps, my German Shepherds. <sighs> and you know I would kill. I would kill. So I am a believer of, yes, this man beat him with the bat. I would do it. You're looking at me like I'm crazy, but I'm, I'm, really I'm just—I'm taking in the emotion of this situation because I mean it's awful what he did to this dog, and there are other ways to defend yourself. You don't have to kill an animal to defend yourself. No, and there are so many animal cruelty cases that go unreported every year. I mean, it's actually really interesting. Mindy and I had a, a lot of trouble nailing down a statistic on animal abuse. That wasn't involving like lab testing and other things. It, it's hard to nail down an animal abuse statistic. And I think, Mandy, that's because you're right. I mean, there are untold stories. So we need to write our legislators. We need to write Governor DeWine. We need to take action because the animals can't speak out for themselves. We have to speak out for them. We have to. If we don't, who will? So there's an organization, do something.org. Do something.org. We got to get involved. We have to help because it's going to keep happening over and over and over. If they get a slap on the wrist, it's going to continue, my friends. We have to speak up for the animals. So there, I said she my said, piece. You said your piece. And continue to have the conversation with us on Facebook. Again, the What Matters with Mindy Michaela Facebook group. Coming up next, we're going to turn the page a little bit. We'll continue that conversation over there in our group. But we have Kosai coming in to talk about what's happening this next week that your kids can still enjoy before they go back to school. You're listening to What Matters with Mindy and Michaela. The YMCA of Central Ohio presents the What Matters Show with Mindy and Michaela. Real talk about real life and what's important to you and your family. Brought to you by Runyon Dental Group. Here's Mindy Dreher and Michaela Hunt with What Matters on News Radio 610 WTVN. Welcome back, everybody. We are live on the air on 610 WTVN and also on the 610 WTVN Facebook page. If you look right now, you can see Michaela waving. Yes. Hey, hey. 
happy Sunday. See Michaela, tell them who else they're looking at. Oh my gosh, Jacqueline Reynolds is in with the Muppet, Doctor B. Doctor B, the <laughs> Muppet, because Doctor B could uh, Doctor Burtley cannot be here today. No, he is really uh, more involved with the ASAE. What is the ASAE for people who don't know? So it is the Associate American Society of Association Executives, and it's a huge annual meeting that we have here in Columbus, and we hosted the welcome party last night, and it was fantastic. Wow. It was food, entertainment. Nina West was there. We had such a great time, and imagine most of the people came in that day, and that was the first bit of Columbus that they got to see, and so many people were saying, Wow, your city is amazing. We can't wait to come back here and visit and bring our families. That's and funny, Jacqueline. Why don't remember getting an invitation? Do you, Mary? <laughs> We're not executives. We're I not know, executives. We can pretend, right? We, we can could talk to executives. We could have entertained, right? Yeah. What, what kind of executives, Jacqueline? Are these all different kinds of executives? All different kinds of executives. And it's one of the biggest meetings. Um, I don't know a lot about the ASAE, except for they're very involved in leadership and really cultivating their members. And we're hosting it. And Columbus it, is hosting it this week. It's a big deal. I mean, Experience Columbus, which, as you know, is our CVB, has done a fantastic job with this. It's it's been amazing. Well, we understand that he has to be gone for that because yes. Dr. Birdley was one of the top executives in Columbus this year. And so that would make sense that he's with all these folks on the national level. So we miss him, but we're glad you're here today. And is we're it? glad that the um, puppet Muppet, <laughs> Dr. Dr. Birdley, he is Dr. here. B. Dr. B. Yeah. He's here too. And if you're watching on Facebook Live, you can see it for yourself. <laughs> it's awesome. But you talk about this event being so big. But when you think about it, Jacqueline, Columbus is growing mm -hmm. leaps and bounds. And oh, COSI is growing along with it. Mm -hmm. That's so true. I just got back from traveling. I went to a lot of different cities. I was on vacation traveling for work. And it was so nice to get back to Columbus. And in fact, I came back on Friday and the entire airport was um, decorated with all sorts of ASAE people, our certified tourism ambassadors. We have a huge program in Columbus. Um, we're all greeting people, so home, and really, you know. Like, in getting that experience, <laughs> that was all for the folks traveling in, but you were getting that experience exactly. traveling home. Right, and it, it felt so good. I felt it right when I came off of the plane and, you know, got to get back to my car and get back to my house. Well, and we were I was happy for them to get to know it, too. Well, we were just talking about how it seems like ugh, summer that and mm -hmm. it's gone and right now you guys have some exhibits that if people have not checked them out yet they need to mm -hmm. in the next couple of weeks before the kids go back to school we have a couple of exhibits that are are leaving us it's on september 2nd and dr b here has been very busy promoting our jim henson exhibition which has been absolutely phenomenal people of all ages have loved it um especially those Gen Xers that remember. <laughs> my 42-year-old husband and my 6-year-old both loved it. I would say the Gen Xers would probably appreciate it more. I think other younger kids could see it and mm -hmm. think, oh, this is so cool. Look at these characters. But to really grow up with them and to see them in person, yeah. that has to be really, really cool. Well, and what you learn in the exhibit is that Jim Henson had a wide and long career. Um, that was cut short, unfortunately. But he started um, back in the 60s. So we've had... People bring their grandparents in, and they're remembering things. And, of course, their grandparents of Gen Xers, who then bring their kids. And <laughs> it's sort of this multi-generational, wonderful experience for people. But it's gone September 2nd. It is, yes. And so we also have Mythic Creatures, which is our amazing American Museum of Natural History. 
exhibition leaving soon too. Um, <laughs> that was Dr. Crying. B. Dr. B. But you know what? As soon as one exhibit leaves, that opens the door for others to come in. This is true. We are going to have Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Secrets of the Sewer. Really? Secrets of the Sewer. <laughs> that sounds like a What Matters show. Secrets of the Sewer. <laughs> so that comes, that's one of the ones that comes in next. That's going to open up. So we, we close um, in September okay. for about three weeks or so just to do some maintenance, some cleaning, things that just need to get done at the end of summer. And when we open up, we'll open back up with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And then about a month later, we are going to have Unseen Oceans, which is from the American Museum of Natural History. And that's going to go in the gallery with Mythic, where Mythic Creatures is. And I just got back from New York and I got to see it. And it's going to be really cool. You know what? I imagine there's so many different exhibits out there. How do you decide which ones should come into COSI? Yeah, we have a pretty lengthy process to try and make sure that we're bringing something to Columbus that's unique, um, something that you may not be able to see um, anywhere else. And we also make sure that it's fun. Um, interactivity is a plus. We love that learning aspect of it. And, and a lot of the exhibitions that we are bringing in are, um, you know, they have a wide variety of topics. I feel like that interactivity bit is so important to everything I've seen over there in the last few years, Mindy, because to, you go in and, and you're learning, but for the kids to really get invested, they have to feel like they're interacting. I mean, that is so true, Jacqueline, because mm -hmm. otherwise you lose their attention, especially when they're younger. So my six-year-old, his attention is not as laser focused. Sometimes my nine-year-old doesn't either. So you have to have that interactivity as part of the exhibits. For sure. And speaking of, I mean, this sounds super interactive. You have something completely new coming this week. It's a different exhibit, I'm going to mm -hmm. guess, but it's Farm Days. Mm -hmm. I don't even, Have you guys been doing this for a while and we, I just didn't know? We've actually been doing it for a, a long time, over a decade. I'm, I think we might be coming up on 15 years. I'm not 100% sure. Like, I know um, so about <laughs> Touch a Truck, but I don't know about this one, you know? So what's all involved in it? For those of you who haven't heard of it in the last 10 years, <laughs> what's all involved and has it changed through the years? So August 14th through the 18th, we bring, actually, we have a lot of partners that help us bring these things. We don't obviously have a, you know, storage facility full of combines and <laughs> <laughs> I've seen that at other tractors. Um, yeah. So the Franklin County Farm Bureau is really, really instrumental in making sure that that is a success. Um, you can climb on some of the equipment, learn about it. We have real farmers there, so people can talk to them about where our food comes from, um, sort of commiserate about rough season we've been having really they rough can, mm -hmm, they can learn about um, chickens osu comes out with some hands-on activities we make seed necklaces so um your it your body heat will help uh make the seeds start to grow not instantaneously but you wear it around your neck how and cool is that <laughs> i thought you were going to say makes the seeds change colors like a mood ring <laughs> I never had thought about a seed necklace. Mm -hmm. So just they just sprout just a little bit or just change a just little a bit. Little bit. Just a little bit. Mm -hmm. So that's the 14th through the 18th. Is it inside the building? Is it obviously you can't get the combines <laughs> no, inside right. the building? Well, but I don't know. It, could, it might fit one or two. No. <laughs> what do you mean? You fit <laughs> dinosaurs in there. I mean, that's hey. True. <laughs> that's true. They they came in pieces. <laughs> that is true. Too. Combines usually don't. Um, it's right outside on the lawn. Um, so you can you can actually the park has been really um, fun for people. We have a little splash pad out there, so you can come and 
enjoy that and then check out that. And it's uh, free with general admission. It's so beautiful, the construction over there in that front part that you're talking about, the park. So the fact that you could go next week before the kids go back to school, you could see the equipment, experience it, talk to farmers, enjoy the park, the splash pad. I mean... You could do so much over there, and just and, and, and you could spend a couple of days over there. Honestly, kids you could go one day and, and go back uh, to entertain the kids before they go back to school. Yeah, Kosai is one of those absolute treasures. We are so blessed to have Kosai, not just part of our show, What Matters, every month, but really part of this community. Mm-hmm. If you haven't been in a while, please go. You're you're missing out on so much yourself and for your children. And we're going to give away a family four pack, are we not? Yes, we are. Family four-pack to see mythic creatures mm-hmm. before it leaves on September 2nd. Mm-hmm. And with that, you get general admission, right? Oh, oh, yeah. So you actually could come and use it during farm days and come see it all. Jim Henson, mythic creatures, general admission, farm days. All of it. All of it. So <laughs> let's do the fourth caller. Let's go with the fourth caller. Let's do it. 614-821-WTVN. 614 If you, listening right now, or listen, if you're on Facebook, watching right now, call us up. If you're the fourth caller, you get to go to COSI for free. You and three friends, or you and your family, however you choose to go. And see the special exhibit of Mythic Creatures and some of the other ones they have there before the kids go back to school, or the grandkids go back to school, and get that general admission. So again, 614-821-9886, 614-821-WTVN. Jacqueline, I have to tell you, I'm really excited about the couple of the exhibits that are coming up then later this mm-hmm. fall. They're going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, we, we're really excited, too. We hope everybody enjoys it after our closure. All right, one last look at the camera over here on Facebook Live. Look at Dr. B. Dr. B. Dr. B's always smiling, whether he's a Muppet puppet or not. And I feel like Dr. B will be hanging around after the Henson exhibit goes away. He's going to still make some appearances, I bet. Oh, for sure. He's been a hit, that's for sure. (laughs) Jacqueline, thank you so much. As you can see, the phone lines lit up, and they lit up quickly. So we'll get the winner's name, and they will get to go to COSI. All right. We'll see you guys next month. Okay. Thank you. Thank you so much. (laughs) Coming up next, what is the biggest challenge you've faced in your life? Do you have one? We're going to want to hear from you because Mindy faced a challenge this weekend that was very, very difficult in that state up north. And she's going to share it when we get back. So get your dialing fingers ready again. 614-821-9886. The biggest challenge you've ever experienced. You're listening to What Matters. I can almost see it. That dream I'm dreaming. But there's a voice inside my head saying, you'll never Listen closely to the words, Michaela. I'm taking every move I make feels lost with no direction. My faith is shaken, but I, I gotta keep trying. Gotta keep my head held high. There's always gonna be another mountain. I'm always gonna.
specifically chose that song going into this segment, The Climb. And you didn't know that that was one of my favorite Miley Cyrus songs. No, I didn't. We yeah. finally got one that you that you really, really <laughs> like. Because she's kind of country. She's kind of country, but I really enjoy her. That and Party in the USA. But that mm. is a really inspirational song, The Climb, that you just played. And we chose it because as you were listening to the beginning of the show, you knew that I just got back with my family from Northern Michigan in Honor, Michigan, and it's location of the Sleeping Bear Dunes, which by the way, the Sleeping Bear Dunes, the legend of, is just an incredible story with a mom and her two baby cubs. I'll tell you that another day. But anyway, they have this Sleeping Bear Dunes. You're up 600 feet and it is totally your choice. You have every opportunity to climb down those dunes and it's fun and you go right into Lake Michigan. It sounds like a blast. That's the easy part. And that's the fun part because everyone's sliding, going down and having fun. Woohoo! The problem is you have to climb up. And there's a Back sign up 600 feet. On sand. Not hard sand. Not rock. There's no steps. Dune sand. There's no ropes. There's dune sand. So when you step, you sink into the sand. It is a grueling, tedious climb. If anyone listening has done this, you know what I'm talking about. I did it for the first time last year. I didn't know if I was going to do it this year. My husband didn't do it last year. He didn't. He I was didn't. motivated by my brother. My brother is 61, 61, 62 years old. Randy's 54 years old. And they decided to do it. Granted, my niece, who's like 22, uh-uh, she wasn't doing it. And her friend Nick had never done it before. He's 22. He chickened out and didn't do it. Nick chickened out. So when I'm looking at my brother Matt in his 60s, Randy in his 50s, they were going for it. And I told Randy, if you go, that's what you do in marriage, right? You, if you go, I'll go with I'll you. I'll go. I'll stand so up with you. So they went down. And watching them climb back up. It reminded me of the song. And then Randy takes a moment. We're sitting there because you sit and you wait till you can start climbing again. It takes you about 45 minutes to an hour. Some people, it takes two hours. But you're sitting there and Randy's like, you know what? It's all about the journey. And then if you compare that dune to life, it's so much the same type of thing. It's the journey that you have to take in and absorb and appreciate. Everybody focuses on what's on the other side. Everybody focuses to what you're trying to get to. But not the climb. you're trying to do. You have to face those obstacles along the way. Enjoy the journey because it makes reaching that end so much better. So I thought it would be fun to talk about. Yeah. Do you feel like that is one of your most difficult physical challenges that you've ever done? There's no doubt. There is no doubt. My sister has done it several times. She's four years older Molly. than me, Molly. Mm -hmm. She's climbed that, and she's climbing up like with these, and she's singing Baby Shark, doo, 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 no. just trying to motivate. Oh. But you know what, Michaela? The thing is, around you, you see other people struggling, fighting to get up this hill, and you know me. I am not going to pay $3,000 to get rescued. So it's $3,000 to be rescued from at the, the bottom. Top of the, at the top of the dune, there's a sign that says, feel free to go down, but if you need rescues, you'll have to pay a fee of $3,000. I wouldn't pay 30 bucks. So we go down, we're getting back up one way or another. Take your time, do whatever, but you see all these people around you struggling. So you know what you do? What? You help them. They help you. Uh, You're in it together. So you learn to rely on other people. It's so much like life. It is. It is. You have to have people cheering you on around you. You have to have those people to get through the challenge you're facing. If you don't have it, it's really hard. It's lonely. And 
Sometimes you might have to reach out to find those people. Sometimes you might have had to reach over to the other folks to help you stand up on the dune. Not that that would be the right. greatest thing to do, but maybe you have to do that. And you they're cheering you on. Really, Michaela, you do get that support. There was a couple next to us, and they're heaving up there. And I don't know how long they were married, if they were married or anything. They start out, he's carrying a backpack, and she's following him. Few, like, 100 feet up. She has the backpack, and she's like, come on, we have dinner reservations. you got to make it up. <laughs> That's hysterical. But you see so many struggling people, but so many other total strangers encouraging you. I'm so proud of my brother and my husband for taking a chance. I did it last year. I tried it. My kids went up and down it like nothing. Of course they did. I, like, I, I can't believe it. I'm like, wait, throw me water when you get to the top. I mean, it's incredible to see everybody struggle, their journey. Appreciate the journey no matter what you're going through in life. It's okay. Because when you go through easy things, everybody and anybody can handle that. They can. It's the hard stuff that builds character. It's the hardship. And integrity. Right. And it makes you stronger. So we reached up. And I, you know, I told her, Andy, come on, we're going to finish this hand in hand. And we did. And I was more than happy to see my, my, my husband blames Matt. He's like, Matt. If you didn't go, I wasn't going to go. But I saw you could do it. I'm going to try do it, it. If you like this conversation, you'll like one we have coming up at 520. So keep it here. You're listening to What Matters.